What's up, you guys? It is midnight, which means it's 5 a.m., it's 1 p.m., it's 11 p.m., it's 9 p.m., and as always, it's anytime, anywhere, brought to you by Sprunk. And actually, water today, because last night, I drank 96 ounces of water. That's three of those Wawa Styrofoam cups, and that is... That made my water-to-monster ratio 3 to 1. You only really need 64 a day as a bare minimum, 8 cups. You know, my Brita pitcher holds 80, so that's what I normally aim for. I drank 96 with no problem. That's why I know I was dehydrated. Also went to the bathroom 6 times, but you know what? It's fine. I just... This is why we don't drink water, but no, we did. We drank plenty of water, so don't worry about that. So this show is brought to you by water today. Yeah, the Brita filter, because as I've said before, it is better than the Zero filter. It is the best filtered water thing. It's honestly better than most bottled bougie brands anyways. Now, today, the goal is to catch flights, not feelings. That's the goal for all of 2023. By the time you guys hear this, I'll have been on four flights already. And I'm counting them off every day. I want to get over 100 this year, probably. You know, in between... In between airline tickets and my own flying, I want to get over 100, minimum. Catch flights, not feelings. That is the goal. That is the plan. That's what we're going to do. So while we're talking about that, I'm also going to be counting them off on my Snapchat, you know, like with little tallies each time. And I'll try and find that filter, that catch flights, not feeling filter. Anyways, uh, as we're talking about that, I want to talk about some aviation stuff first because, you know, my sister is doing some project and she starts asking me these questions about weather minimums and blah, 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 blah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about one of the very simple things early on in your pilot training. We're going to talk about VFR weather minimums today. So the first thing is what is VFR? VFR is visual flight rules. Used for operating in VMC, Visual Meteorological meteorological Conditions. A lot of people can use these interchangeably, but technically they refer to different things. VMC is the weather outside, VFR is the flight rules you're operating under. Now, what is considered VFR? According to the FAA, it is any time that you have a ceiling of 3,000 feet or greater AGL and more than five statute miles of visibility. You can go down to special VFR, you can go down to 1,000 ceiling and 3-mile visibility. Anything below that is considered IFR, instrument flight rules. Now, how do you know whether you can take off or not? You know, whether your instrument, if you're instrument rated, then you can go to those lower minimums. What are the absolute minimums? Well, if you're operating under Part 91, which is for fun, you can take off in 0-0. And honestly, for most of you guys, that's what matters here. Now, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And that's why I wanted to talk next about... I'm going to come back to the whole airspace and cloud thing, and I'm just going to break that chart down. But first, I want to mention the more important things that you guys should think about first. Proficiency versus currency, right? Now, proficiency and currency are two separate things. Your currency is what the FA, is how you are in the FAA's eyes. These are also those rules that I was just talking about. You can take off in zero, 0 or if you're following a departure procedure, you know, it gives you suggested climb per nautical mile and this and that. And there's different things the FAA expects, but those are the bare minimums. For example, 
for instrument currency, you have to have six takeoffs, six approaches, sorry, and holding, intercepting, and tracking procedures in the preceding six months. You should probably have more than that because, you know, it's in good nature to actually practice more, but that's the bare minimum. You know, you can take off in zero, zero, and then we'll get to the cloud separation minima in a minute, but just because you can do this stuff doesn't mean you should. Also, just because you're legally current to fly a plane, your medical's current or whatever, you still need to assess the situation, whether you're fit for the flight. Safety comes from having currency and proficiency. We can't stress that enough. And the reason I point that out is because my sister also asked me about scud running, which is the practice of flying at a lower altitude than you normally would to avoid bad weather, basically. Trying to fight the weather for the sake of completing the mission. As we all know, one of the five hazardous attitudes is um, you know the get done get it doneitis, and it's the um, the invulnerability thing. Really, oh, it can't happen to me, you know. Well, it can happen to you, so don't scud run. It's a bad idea. Uh, so we talked about proficiency versus currency, and with that goes personal minimums. You know, what kind of crosswind, what actual wind, what visibility, what type of weather, and aircraft performance degradation you will accept before you won't take a flight and you should have these things written down before you go out to do your flight and you shouldn't stray from them you know a lot of students are limited to the wind being below 10 knots and having visibility of at least um you know five and five and five which is even more than vfr but at the beginning you really you want to be able to operate the aircraft really easily in the most basic conditions and only get add the crosswinds and lower visibility and ceilings later on. So, you know, no student is going to go out in, in marginal VFR with, you know, one to two mile visibility and ceilings at 1500. And you're not going to do that. So now the last little thing to talk about in this, since we talked about minimums for yourself and proficiency and currency, as well as not scud running, those are all the danger parts. So I said we were going to come back to the takeoff and flight minimums. So we talked about what you need to operate to begin. But then there are separate rules once you're in the air. And these change depending on the kind of airspace you're in. And that's why I said I would do this last because this is going to be the longest part. So in class A, we're going to ignore that because that's IFR. doesn't matter to this. We're talking about flight and VFR. If you're flying in class Bravo airspace... You need three miles of visibility, and you need to remain clear of the clouds. This is because, you know, if you're in Bravo space, you're talking to to controllers, you've got radar vectoring, you don't... All you need to do is avoid the clouds so that you don't have a jet come and hit you because you can't see it because of the clouds. But it's already a tightly packed airspace, uh, which is why you need the higher visibility, but you're going to get vectored around anyways. Uh, class Charlie... You need, and class Delta, you need, and these are below, um, sorry, class Charlie and Delta, three mile visibility again, and then you also need to have your separation from the clouds with 1,000 feet above, 500 below, and 2,000 feet to the side. This is, you know, to avoid other aircraft that may be lurking on the other side of the clouds. So then, class Echo gets interesting. You know, above 10,000 feet, you know, aircraft are moving faster, so you need five miles of visibility, as well as a thousand above and below the clouds, and one statute mile to the side of the clouds. Uh, below 
uh, where did it go? So, and below 10,000 feet, you need uh, 3 miles of visibility, 1,000 above, 500 below, 2,000 to the side, kind of like Charlie and Delta. Gets even more interesting with class golf because they switch for day and night. Now, at night, it's going to be the same as um, the Charlie and Delta during the day. 3 miles of visibility, 1,000 above, 500 below, 2,000 to the side, unless you're basically in a traffic pattern within three miles from the airport. Uh, class golf below during the day, below uh, 1,200 AGL, you need, uh, and this is regardless of your MSL, it's just less than 1,200 feet above the ground, you need one mile's visibility, and this is also during the day, and you need to stay clear of clouds. If you're above 1,200 feet above the surface, and you're below 10,000 feet sea level, uh, it's, sorry, it's one mile visibility, and 1,000 above 500 feet below 2,000 to the side. Pretty much the same as Charlie and Delta, but less visibility because aircraft are moving slower. And then, again, as with the Echo airspace above 10,000, it's going to be 5-mile uh, visibility, 1,000 above below 1 mile to the side. And that's because, again, aircraft are moving faster. You need more separation. This all sounds a little bit confusing. There are different ways, different flight schools draw it out, or you can just look it up in, this, in the far aim. It's 91.155, and you can just take a look at that. And, you know, most people are like, well, how do I know if I'm this many miles away, blah, blah, blah. You eyeball it, honestly. It, it's you, you estimate it. You kind of learn what it looks like, and you make smarter decisions. You, you just you play it safe. If you don't think you, if you start getting close to a cloud, make some room for yourself. So, but don't scud run. Coming back to that, we're not going to scud run, you guys. That's not good. We're going to respect our minimums. We're not going to change them. All right. We're going to not scud run. We're going to follow our our minimums. Um, we're going to have proficiency. We're going to have currency. We're going to read our ODPs if we're instrument flying. We are going to make smart decisions, and this year we will catch flights and not feelings, all right? That's the whole idea out here, 100%. We're, we're not out here to waste our time. We're out here to fly. And, you know, stepping aside from this for a minute just to make this interesting or whatever, I spent the last two days just watching a bunch of magic trick videos, like basically magicians going on Penn & Teller fool us. And I've been watching the ones where they actually do fool Penn and Teller, and I'm just sitting there like, what's going on here? Oh, magic is pretty interesting. It's the only acceptable way to lie to people. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. So I was watching a lot of that stuff. I'm just trying to kill time the last couple of days. Uh, so as I told you guys the other day, we're pre-recording this stuff. So I actually haven't been on any of my four flights yet, but by the time you hear this, I'll be on all four. It's going to be interesting. I'm taking the yellow banana tomorrow. So my Kuma banana is going on the banana. Expect to see a picture of that on my Snapchat. we got two American Airlines flights and then a Spirit one back. It's going to be the last time I have to fly Spirit. You know, starting my new job, getting my free flights and all that good stuff. We're going everywhere this year. We're going to Japan, hopefully. We're going to sing... Uh, we're going to the Philippines, hopefully. I keep saying Singapore because my friend keeps saying Singapore because he, oh, I'm going to beat him up. It's okay. Uh, 
I did have the goal of spending a night in every airport in the country. In every airport, oh my god. In every state in the country. That's not really feasible, though. I did say, you know, I need my 600 flight hours this year and next year. I'm going to I'm gonna freaking, uh, when I get off work, going to go to the field, fly for two hours. When I come home, going to fly for two hours. I also said, you know, I'm going to be, I just want to fly. I want to get on a plane. Where do you want to go? Doesn't matter. Tickets are free. I just want to see the world. Just take me places. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to, you know, make a list of what I want to do so that I don't waste my time. Because, you know, again, we're not out here to waste time. We're out here to catch flights, not feelings. Woo! I'm on my way to find some chicky nuggies. I even said, it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to afford all the hotels. So, fine. I'll get to the airport. I'll go sightseeing. For example, I'm going to go back to Seattle and see the Space Noodle again. I'm going to go back to the airport and catch the next available flight to wherever. And that's what I'm going to do with my days off. I'm going to visit everything. We're going to see everything except for Disney World. I'm sick of Disney World. I don't like Disney. Uh, you know, now I was like, I'm supposed to be packing all my stuff tonight to make sure I've got everything. Especially the stuff I need for my fingerprinting. But I really had to sit here and research this before I told you guys. Because I did not want to sound stupid or mess stuff up while I was talking about minimums. Because it's important to get it right. I've had two different people this week who have expressed interest in being a pilot. I think I already told you guys about one of them. And now I'm helping another person become a pilot. And I'm just like, you know, hopefully these people actually go with it. Because we need more pilots. And obviously one of the reasons I'm doing these phone calls is to maybe inspire you guys to be a pilot. But of course I'm also going to waste your time with the stuff like I say at Wawa. For example, I was in the deli tonight and I made a, a nacho burger and I go to hand it out and I say on the mic, Oh, order number whatever, got your nacho burger. It's nacho burger, but it is your burger. It's a nacho burger. One of my coworkers thought that was funny. I've also got a coworker named Dre. So I said to him, bro, you should get a doctorate. Then you could be Dr. Dre. <laughs> I was in the deli over there cracking jokes left and right. And they're just like, bruh. And they hit me with the Jim Carrey comment again. I'm like, I am not Jim Carrey. And then I said to one of my other colleagues, I was like, well, I guess I don't see you. Good afternoon, good morning, and good night. Or good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Like in uh, the Truman Show. I'm not Jim Carrey. Screw you guys. Anyways, it's about time for me to go, and that's because tomorrow morning we are going to catch flights and not feelings, and I'll catch you tomorrow, even though it's in the past, but it's in the future. I'll see you then on the Monday Night Special. Goodbye. <laughs>